Blog Talk Radio. We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything.
Well, praise God. Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host tonight. Sean Holmberg's out of the studio, uh, spending some time with family. Should be back tomorrow night. And just playing a little bit of worship to set the atmosphere. You know, the Bible says if we come into his presence with singing, we come before him with thanksgiving in our hearts. That's how we enter his courts. And the only way he wants us to come in is with an attitude of gratitude, with an attitude of worship, where we're truly hallowing his name. You know, when Jesus said, Our Father, hallowed be your name, besides acknowledging him as Father in heaven, that was the first thing that he did. He began to hallow and sanctify and call upon the names of God, the name of God, and begin to worship God for who he was and who he is. And in like manner, that's what Christ calls us to do. He says, worship in spirit and in truth. And let me just say this. If you're in a place tonight, maybe you feel like your emotions are all over the place because of different things going on in your life, seasons of change coming, things are transitioning in different ways, unlike you thought they might. Strive and make a goal, make a focus to get into and stay into the presence of God. Get into a place where you can get in his manifested, tangible presence. You know, there's different things we can do to help in that. And one is to set our minds on the Lord, to begin to meditate on him. And to try to take the cares of the world, those things that weigh heavy on our heart, those things that bombard our mind from day to day. We just begin to set those aside. And we just take time to praise him, to take time to worship him. Take time to sit apart and sit before him and wait in his presence. You know, it's easier said than done. And there'll be things that bide for your time and things that try to suck the life out of you and things that try to pull you to the right and to the left. And Jesus said it plainly when he said, the cares of the world will choke out the word of God within you. And it's it's true. Sometimes there's so many things going on that we get constricted and strangled and, and choked out because... You know, life can suffocate you sometimes. And the circumstances, the trials, and the the situations we go through can. That's why we need Jesus. That's why we need the Lord. That's why we have to have the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, to walk beside us, to walk with us, to carry us through these details. And we need to trust God with the details in everything. And sometimes that's hard to do. It's a process. It's a learning experience. You know, faith comes by hearing. And we say that sometimes. We don't really think about what that means. But, you know, your belief and your trust and your reliance on God grows the more you hear his voice, the more you get to know what he's speaking to you, the more you become familiar with what he has declared over your life. And as he begins to confirm that, and he, he begins to show you, yes, this is me speaking to you. Yes, this is me leading you. And you begin to see the hand of God in your everyday situation. Well, then you become more trusting of the Lord. And the Lord begins to commit things into your life, and you begin to fulfill those things, and you begin to carry those things out. Well, then God becomes more trusting of you. And it's a growing relationship. It's like any friendship. Friendship. 
And so when we say faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, think about what that means. Let's not just talk about just spouting off Scripture and listening to meditation tapes and all that, which those things are good, and they're good for growth. They're vital for our increasing in the knowledge of God. But really, when, when it comes down to it, you can listen to all the Scripture tapes you want. If you don't have a personal relationship And you're not listening to his voice Specifically for your life Those scripture tapes And those rituals And those things that you find yourself in From day to day From time to time Aren't always going to deliver you But it's the getting to know the father Inside and out Allowing him to come into your life And committing your ways unto him Trusting him with all your heart Acknowledging him in all your ways. And you know, we, we can quote those scriptures out of the Proverbs and out of the Psalms and we can continue to meditate on these things, you know, that, that we read in the Bible, which we need to do. But sometimes we need to apply it in a genuine way rather than just go through the ritual of it, rather than just confess scripture over and over and over. We need to begin to meditate on it and think about it and apply it to our lives and ask questions to God about what these things mean and ask God when those things are going to come to pass in our lives. And ask Him for His plan and His direction, His instruction, so that they can. You see, we've got to remember it's a walk of obedience and sometimes the Lord may call us to do certain things for our benefit to put us around certain people or in certain places or at certain times. And if we're not being led into those things, then we may miss some of the blessings and the opportunities that the Lord's prepared for us. See, look at it this way. If he's preparing mansions, I put a scripture up in the chat room a minute ago, and it, it, it says this. John 14, 2 and 3, it says, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. That's John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 2 and 3. Think about what that says. In my Father's house, there are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. You see, Jesus has a way of telling us what's going on. And he's fully committed to speaking. He, he even said in, in the Old Testament, nothing is done in the earth unless he reveal it to his prophets. God doesn't do anything in the earth until he starts telling people about it. And it may be down to, you know, the next earthquake that's coming, or it may be as simple as where to find your car keys. But God speaks to his people. And we need to take time to listen. So he says, in my father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Do you realize that Jesus is constantly preparing for us? He's preparing situations, circumstances, people, and places for us here on earth. But he's also preparing for us a place in, in a mansion in heaven. He's fully committed to revealing to you what's going on in the truth. If it were not so, he would have told you. In other words, 
when things are not the way they appear, he's going to let you know about it if you're listening. And when things are the way they appear, then he will confirm those things in truth. So he says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them. And the voice of the stranger, they will not follow. He never says that we won't hear strange voices. He never says that the enemy or that strangers won't speak to us. But he just simply says if we know him, we'll hear his voice. And we won't follow the enemy's voice. We'll be able to recognize the difference. Now there is a a place where obedience plays into that. But if you notice, most sheep, they're, they're obedient. And when they're not, they've got sheep dogs nipping at their heels, pointing them in the right direction. And sometimes the Holy Spirit is like that comforter, like that, that, you know, there's scriptures that say men were led by the Spirit. Then there's another one that says Jesus was driven by the Spirit. And sometimes the Holy Spirit will lead you, and sometimes the Holy Spirit will drive you. And just like those sheep that were driven by those sheep dogs, whenever they got out of line. Now, those dogs would never attack the sheep. They won't bite them or mishandle them or abuse them. But they'll point them, and if they have to forcefully get them on track, they will. He has to be that comforter in our life. He has to be the paraclete, you know, the, the one who walks beside. He's got to be the counselor, the one who knows how to counsel us even in our deepest, darkest places, even in our saddest, heaviest times, even in our times of rejoicing and excitement. He's the one that's there. We need to be aware of the fact. We need to recognize. See, God says, I am who I am. He's the Lord that's present. He's He's Jehovah Shema. The Lord who is present. The ever-present God. And he says, look, if I be for you, nobody can be against you. And God is for you today. God is for you. If you're for him now, if you're running around with a satanic agenda against the Lord, and everything in your heart goes against the thoughts and the plans of God, then I will say this, God is probably not for you. Because there is a a place in the time where God does scatter his enemies. But he always gives a chance to turn and repent first. He always gives you a chance to turn it around first. Constantly. Doing everything he can to make sure you get on track. Praise God. It's good to know that we've got a loving God. We've got a loving Jesus. Wherever you're at in the season of your life, trust him with it. However dark it seems, trust him to be the light of the world in your life. No matter how hard it seems, trust him to bring that yoke that's easy and that burden that's light. See, he said he'd give you beauty for ashes. He'd give you the oil of joy for morning. He'd give you the garment of praise to replace the spirit of heaviness. So if you're in that place of heaviness tonight, get a 
praise in your heart. Praise him that you have eternal life. If you do. But if you don't, call upon his name. Confess his name. Confess him as Lord and Savior of your life. Repent of your sin. Lay your life down at his feet and ask him to take over. Ask him to heal you. Ask him to make you whole. Ask him to forgive you wherever you're at in the process. He says, if you ask, you shall receive. If you seek, you will find. And if you knock on God's door, guess what? He's not going to leave you out in the cold. He's going to open up the door. In fact, he opens doors that no man could ever open. And he closes doors that no man will ever be able to open up. When he shuts something and he seals something, he decides it's, it's no more. That's it. Because his word is the final say over everything, every person, every situation, every place. Trust him tonight. Well, Father, right now, Lord, we just pray for those that are listening those that are listening to the broadcast, either live or archived, Father, those that are in the chat room, those that are connected to us tonight, Father, we pray your will be done, Lord, your kingdom come tonight on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. Provide daily bread, Lord. Provide daily bread for every person listening tonight, not just financial and provisional, not just natural substance, which everyone needs, Father. You're Jehovah Jireh. We declare... You are our source in those things. But, Father, tonight, provide spiritual bread. Provide emotional bread. Provide relational bread. Provide everything people need tonight, Father. Wherever they're at in their walk, whatever they need from you, Lord, let it be their substance today. Let it be their nourishment. Father, we pray, Lord God, for your Holy Spirit to surround every person tonight that your presence would overshadow them, Lord, and they would feel your joy, that the joy of the Lord would be their strength tonight. They would feel your peace, Father, replacing their confusion, replacing their anxieties with that peace and that calm and that stillness, that peace that passes all understanding. Father, replacing their heaviness with the, with joy, with the praise, begin to lighten their load. Begin to break all the burdens. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you have given us the Holy Spirit. We pray, Holy Spirit, fill every person tonight in a new and fresh way. Holy Spirit, leading God, your people, give them ears to hear your voice and to recognize your leading. Give them eyes to see from your perspective and to begin to see what you're doing in the earth and begin to have a understanding I, and I to see what you're doing. And Father, give them mouths, Lord, that can be used to bless you, praise you, and declare your wonderful works. Do that for all of us, Jesus. So Father, we just give you praise. We ask your blessing on the show tonight. Father, we ask, Lord, your blessing on every person tonight. And as we worship Holy Spirit, begin to brood over the atmosphere, setting minds free that are tormented, setting bodies free that are bound up with sickness and disease. We declare you are a healer, Jesus. We declare that by your stripes we are healed, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
that you heal every sickness and disease, Lord, and we thank you, Father God. We just apply our faith tonight, Lord, for those that are standing and believing, those that are seeking first your kingdom, Lord. We pray you would add and increase their lives. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Father.
Lord, we say, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty, for my
hear a roar out of Zion. I hear a cry, saints in Judah forth. I see dark clouds, but I see a light. I see an army of warriors, hope deferred within. I hear a voice saying, can these tribes live?
Uh, praise God, we're back. And this is Prayer International Radio. If you're just tuning in, we're actually about to get into Ezekiel chapter 37. That's the prophecy of the dry bones. Obviously, uh, Ezekiel the prophet was the one who gave the prophecy. And so we're just going to go over this and equate it to what's going on today. So, and uh, while we're on that subject, the song that I just played was called Can These Dry Bones Live? And so anyways, uh, Ezekiel 37, it says, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. Set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, these bones. Surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came over them, and the skin covered over them, but there was no breath in them. Also, he said to me, prophesy to the breath, to the wind, to the breath, Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these saints that they may live. So I prophesied and he commanded, as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and they stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. So that was verse 1 through 10. Now let's break it down. Listen. Here God gives this man of God, Ezekiel, a vision. And the vision was he was set down in a valley. He was set down in a desert that was full of dry bones. And he said there were many, and these bones were very dry. Now listen, this wasn't just any pile of bones. This pile of bones was the army of the living God. This pile of bones was the army of the living God. And I'm going to equate this prophecy to what's going on in your life tonight. You are called to be part of the army of God. You're called to be his child. You're called to be his servant. You're called to be his warrior. However you want to term it, the bottom line is, is you have enlisted. When you gave your life to Jesus, when you gave your heart to God, when you gave yourself to him, you enlisted yourself. Whether willingly or unwillingly or knowingly, whatever the case was, when you committed to him, it was just like saying, God, I'm committing to your army. So here this valley of dry bones was. Lifeless, very dry. And see, the church has become so parched and dry. The people of God have become so lifeless because the cares of the world have choked out the word within them. The cares of the world have zapped and taken away the life. See, the Bible says the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. The letter of the law. See, the word, if it's not handled properly, if it's not supercharged with the spirit of grace, the spirit of love, the spirit of truth on it, then it becomes very dry. And 
just like Peter who cut off the ear of one of the soldiers that came for Jesus. Listen, so many people that are in the church are drawing their swords and they think in the name of God and they're cutting off the ears of people that were called to be soldiers for Christ. What do I mean by that? See, our traditions of men and all the stuff that we put on people have become and caused men to be dull of hearing. And the life of God is taken out. So the church is very dry. Maybe in your life you're going through things where you're feeling very dry. You're feeling stuck. You're feeling lifeless. You're feeling like the life of God is not there. Maybe you're feeling like a pile of bones where you just don't feel like you've got covering, where you're just feeling vulnerable and exposed out there. But see, God wants to stand you up. He wants to cause flesh to cover over the bone, which means he wants to cover you. He wants to put you under a covering. He wants to cover you with his wings. He wants to cause breath to enter into you so where you can't breathe and where you feel suffocated, where you feel like you just can't even take your last breath because it feels like there's just, you've had the wind knocked right out of you, maybe. God, by his spirit, is breathing upon his church. God, by his spirit, is breathing upon his army, upon his people. And as we prophesy, and tonight I'm here to prophesy breath into you. I'm here to prophesy the wind of God blow into your life. I'm here to prophesy that the the skin, the covering of God, begin to cover over the dry bones. I'm here to prophesy that the Lord would rejuvenate and stand you upon your feet, and you would become that exceeding great army. See, we're calling out to the four corners of the earth, and we're calling for the Spirit of God to raise up the people of God tonight. And I'm here to tell you, you will live. You will stand up. You will be that exceeding great army. You will finish strong, says the Lord. See, the the army in verse 11 said, "Our, our bones are dry and our hope is lost and we're cut off. And then he tells Ezekiel, prophesy, says the Lord your God, behold my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come from your grave and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God, I have opened your grave. I have brought you up from your grave, I put my spirit in you, and you shall live. And you shall know that I am the Lord. And I have spoken it, and I will perform it, says the Lord. And God will finish, God will perform what he's declaring in your life. God will finish what he started in your life. And he's speaking to your dry bones tonight. He's declaring breath to enter into you, life to enter into you, covering to cover you. And that you would stand up and be that exceeding great army of the Lord. Praise God. So let me pray for you. Let me just say this, tonight if you are feeling dry, if you're feeling weak, if you're feeling weary, if you feel like you have no breath left in you, no motivation, you feel zapped, God can renew your fire, God can breathe upon you, and I'm here to prophesy to you and tell you that the Spirit of the Lord is coming over his church to raise them up as an exceeding great army, and God's coming into your life to cover you, to strengthen you. To send you forward into the things of God. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, 
We just pray for every person in the chat room tonight, Father, for the guests, for just for faith and tears and revival fire. We pray for those that are listening, those that are called in. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for those that are calling in and for those that are listening. Father, we just thank you that you're touching them, that you're bringing your spirit from the four corners of the earth, from the four winds of the earth. You're breathing life over your people. You're breathing freedom. You're breathing breath into them. Lord, we thank you that you're standing up your exceeding great army, that there's a noise and a shaking coming, Lord, and we're lifting up our voices. We're asking you, Father, to shake everything that can be shaken and bring your people together just as those bones came together, Father. We're asking for you to bring your church, bring your people, bring those friendships and relationships, those things that you're birthing in the body of Christ. Bring those kingdom connections together in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this prophecy of the dry bones. We thank you, Lord God, that you're applying it to our lives tonight and you're declaring over us that we will live and not die and that we will declare the word of the Lord that we will see the hope of our God. Lord, we just give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise for that. We just ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Listen, it's about the 10 o'clock hour. We're shifting gears. Uh, 9 to 10 was our first hour. We had uh, some worship, shared the prophecy of dry bones. I kind of shared my heart for about the first 20 minutes or so, or I guess the second 20 minutes. We're going to go ahead and shift gears, go into some music right now, and just see where we go from there. And uh, stick with us. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We call in number 619-638-8458. Our website is www dot prayerinternational dot org or you can check out our email at prayerinternational at gmail dot com.
God, well, we're back and just about to wrap some things up for the night and probably close out with some worship. But we want to go into a time of prayer real quick. Had a few prayer requests come in tonight. I uh, want to pray for Pastor Zachary Tim's family. Um, those of you that heard, he had a death over the weekend. And so people at this church are praying, and we will be praying for his family. Just want to remember them in prayer, just that the Lord would comfort them in their time of grief. Also, uh had some other prayer requests, too. Right now, we want to pray for those that have been affected on some kind of level by the earthquake. Um, if you didn't hear today in Virginia, there was an earthquake that actually affected Washington, D.C., uh, affected the Virginia area. They felt it even in Kentucky and New York and different places. So we want to lift up anybody that was affected by the earthquake, that God would just work all that out. And so... Uh, be praying for that as well. So, Father, tonight, we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, Lord. We just thank you for Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you're a good God. And, Father, tonight, we just want to lift up those that are grieving, those that have lost loved ones tonight. We just want to lift up those in the chat room for Cirrus and Dorothy Lee. We just want to pray for uh, anyone else that's going through a situation where you've lost a loved one or someone close to you. And we just pray that the comfort of the Lord comforts your heart, that the Holy Spirit would comfort you, that the peace of God would rule your heart. We just pray right now that the Lord would use this. You know, when men of God go on to be with the Lord, uh, we need to honor them. And, you know, I just want to say this. There's a lot of people that were watching uh, Zachary Tim's life and his life obviously influenced and affected a lot of people. And so let's just pray that the influence of Christ and the things that that man did in the spirit, you know, we, we have two parts of it, the flesh and the spirit. And we're remembered by the problems we cause and the problems we solve. And we can know each other after the spirit or we can know each other after the flesh. So we want to pray that, that this man of God be remembered for the things that he did accomplish in the spirit and that people remember him that way. And, Father, also tonight we just thank you for being God of America. Father, we just pray your blessing over our nation, over those that were affected by the earthquake, those that are affected by the different natural disasters, the flooding and the droughts and the things that are happening in our nation. And, Father, we pray for a great awakening, Lord. We pray, Lord God, 
that you would reveal yourself in a mighty way to this nation, that you would turn the heart of our president towards you, that you would reveal yourself in fire, Lord, reveal yourself in power, that you would come to this nation and bring this nation to repentance. Father, we repent on behalf of our nation tonight. Father, we pray your will be done and your kingdom come. We ask for mercy over our nation, that you would raise up godly leaders, raise up righteous leaders, Father, that you would begin to shake everything that can be shaken, and only that which is of you would remain, Father. And tonight, Lord, we pray, Father, by your Holy Spirit, that you would blow through this place and touch those that need to be touched. So we just thank you, Father God, Lord. We just say again, come, Lord Jesus, come. And we just give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. And we thank you tonight for everything that you're doing, Lord. Open up our hearts. Speak to us tonight, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
throne of God. Revelation chapter 4, verse 2. Immediately I was in the Spirit. And behold, a throne set in heaven, and one set on the throne. Father, we come, standing before that great white throne, the throne that's been established from eternity, the throne which is surrounded with transcendent radiance, the angels, the seraphim, beauty everywhere the river of fire that flows from your throne oh we love to stand before your throne oh God we love to stand before the throne of God of divine encounter. We want to be lost. 
God. And I watched till thrones were put in place. And the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow. The hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was like flaming fire. Its wheels were like a burning flame. Oh, the throne burning with flaming fire. fire flowed from the throne of God. A thousand thousands ministered to him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before the throne. And the court was seated. And the books were opened. And a river of fire Fire that never goes out. 
This is our inheritance. Oh God, to stand before the great white throne. To be lost in the river of holy fire. Holy romance. love to camp around your throne, O oh God. The place of an abandoned life, standing before the throne forever and ever. Oh God. 